My Doctor Said What is a program for health information. Be careful that if you want treatment and diagnosis of disease, you need to go to your local health care provider. Hi, this is Dr. Frank with My Doctor Said What? Talking in everyday plain English about what your health care provider has told you about health, wellness, and your um, diagnoses. As a toxicologist and pathologist, my job for many, many, many decades was to look at what causes disease. And today I want to talk about that a little bit. Episode 29, Why Am I Sick? Uh, a lot of people ask that, and there's something that we refer to as idiopathic. In other words, we, we're not sure why. And there are certainly diseases that come under that category, and there are genetic diseases that you're born with. But remember, we're all predisposed to something. That's why we'd all, some of us live to be 110, and some of us live to be 50. Um, but genetics loads the gun, but the environment pulls the trigger. So what are these environments? And let's parse out a little bit about what you can do. Prevention is the key. So how do you prevent having a problem? And usually by the time you, a problem shows up, we can treat it, but a lot of times we can't reverse it. And if that happens, it's, it obviously affects your quality of life as long as your length of life. So let, let's talk about this a little bit. First of all, if you think about what are we exposed to the most? We're exposed to most, we breathe 24 hours a day, seven days a week, at least if you're alive. And so what you breathe is a very important component of what you're exposed to. Number two, what you have all the time, that's your mind, stress levels, uh, how you react to things, how much you sleep, how much you don't sleep, all those things. Uh, your physical comfort. Are you living, are you homeless? You living in a tent or you living in a house or you living in a house that's got asbestos or other things in it or you living in an environment where you spray the bugs every week. Those things are in order of how long you're exposed to are very important. Number three is the food you eat and the liquids you drink. So what you ingest. So what you breathe your 24-7 responses internally, that's 24-7. Then you're eating and drinking, you're ingesting for a certain portion of the day. And then we get to uh, things that are intermittent, like uh, are you around secondhand smoke? Uh, are you a substance abuser? And that, that can be uh, something that's, uh, even though it's intermittent, it's pretty significant. So let's go through some of this. The two biggest threats to your health over the long term are cardiac events, strokes, heart attacks, um, hardening the arteries, uh, arteriosclerosis, however you want to call it, uh, or terminology wise. And then you've got cancer, of which we've seen rises uh, considerably of that. So let's let's parse this out. Let's let's do the easiest one first. Cardiac issues. Cardiac issues. I would say probably the 
number one factor there I think there's two very strong ones that are totally and absolutely preventable and that is and if you're diabetic you have a, another set of issues because blood sugar control but let's say if you're non-diabetic what are your issues number one is stress uh, you've got to deal with stress in a way that allows you to not constantly be in fight or flight because that has a large hormone dump from the adrenal glands, uh, adrenaline, as well as cortisol, which causes a cascade of effects which lead to issues. And it's kind of like a start-stop start, cycle in a motor. They've only got so many because that's where the wear and tear takes place. When you live under stress or you're constantly responding to stress, and stresses change, and it can be even good stress, bad stress, but you're constantly you know, uh, dwelling on things that cause you to, to feel tense. It, you cannot live in that situation until your body has issues. A lot of studies show that those dumps of those hormones over time can lead to a couple things. First of all, your increased heart rate, not like an exercise increased heart rate, is going to cause you issues with the pump itself, the heart. Then you've got the vascular system, your arteries and veins, capillaries. And what we find is a lot of times natural aging, we know as you age your arteries and that gets stiffer. Uh, and what happens is like a flexible hose, it can't flex as much. So the pressure gets higher. That's why your blood pressure goes up. And if you have stress events, which is constantly increasing that blood pressure, again, this pump is having to push against a much greater hydraulic pressure. That, over time, is extremely detrimental. The time to get a grip on that is in your 20s, ideally for sure. Uh, 30s at the latest. If you wait till your 40s, you're now into the heart attack, stroke, cardiac event zone so you want to get a grip on those early number two the most important thing is lack of a decent diet and exercise and i put those two together because they work together um, you need to burn calories replace calories and you need to do it with things that aren't uh, useless foods uh, empty calories you need to have a, a good and again i'll say it and i know you're tired of hearing it but something like the dash diet or the mediterranean diet a lot of fruits, grains, vegetables, um, basic principles, lean red meats a few times a week, chicken, lean chicken, not fried chicken, uh, and not fatty chicken, um, uh, fish, seafood, all those things are good. Watch the sauces, condiments, all those other things can really add up too in calories that are not good for you. And, and the fats you have, and you have fats, carbohydrates, and and uh, protein, you want to make sure you get enough protein to build, rebuild tissue from skin to muscle to nerves. And then you want to make sure that you have good fats, not bad fats. And then you want to make sure your carbohydrates are mostly complex, not simple, so they don't cause these huge spikes in your blood sugar. Those things are really things that aren't difficult. They might be emotionally and mentally, but once you get your mindset on them, stop going on diets. Don't do go on a diet. Diets are a term of something that lasts a certain amount of time. You have to change your lifestyle. 
And you, the more you exercise, the more you can eat to replace those calories, the healthier you're, you're going to be and the happier, more satisfied. You're going to lower your stress. So exercise is really important. When I say exercise, you need to get at least 120 minutes a week. Divide that by your seven days. You get that uh, preferably 150. And if you think just going to the gym is going to replace being active, mobile, moving around, that's not true. If you have a desk job, get up and move. Walk down the hall. Walk up the steps. Walk from the parking garage. Ride a bike to work. Uh, do things that allow you to move and and have cardio and and flexibility as you get older there's only so much you can do once damage is done to tendons ligaments and everything else so it's all for your quality of life now let's go to cancer a, a surprising startling rise in cancers among younger people we know cancer is a disease related to age and that makes sense because there's an intertwine of your immune functions with cells that go out of control. Well, cancer is just uncontrolled cell growth where normal cells become abnormal or normal cells go outside of the bounds of the tissues they're supposed to be in. Uh, you know, if you have hepatic or liver cells that all of a sudden invade other tissue, that's not good. And, you know, all kind of cancer cells. Cancer is a complex disease that is really over 200 different diseases, but they're all defined by unregulated, unproductive cell uh, growth. The mechanisms in the cells go crazy and they don't regulate anymore. So they take over, produce tumors, etc., etc. So why do we have this increase? Well, a couple things. Number one, and I've said this many times, easiest thing in the world to do is stop smoking. Stop excess drinking definitely any kind of substance abuse you need to, to get treatment for, get help for, stop. Those things, I mean, you're just putting poison in your body. Uh, if you work in a job that requires personal protective, and I'll say this real quickly, uh, equipment, so breathing, remember 24-7 you're breathing. If you live in a, a congested city, if you're spending a lot of time in the car on congested highways, if you spend time uh, in any of those things where you're constantly being bombarded with a lot of air pollutants, that is a major factor because you're constantly breathing that. So they cause all different types of common cancers from liver to kidney to breast to lung uh, to brain and uh, blood cancers such as leukemia. Sun exposures, sun exposures, you got it keep to a minimum i know everybody loves to be tan and just go with the self tanners or whatever do not spend a lot of time in the sun sun's good for you but not if you're not protected and don't have sunscreen on and i'm a big fan of rash guards in that because they don't have chemicals in them like a lot of the sunscreens that we found can be harmful themselves but still the protective level is the risk is worth the benefit just look into them make sure they have a real sun protective factor that's verified that's over 30 and that has not been shown to have ingredients that cause cancer uh radon simple 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 or than stopping smoking have your house tested if you're 
anywhere believed to be in a radon area. Uh, if you live in an apartment, have your apartment tested. You've got to treat it. It's simple. It's not expensive. It's a ventilation issue. But if you're allowing the different radioactive particles that are invisible and don't have any taste, smell, or anything, it's like smoking packs of cigarettes a day, up to three. And that, and we wonder why people that have never been exposed to anything, we many times find they've either had radiation exposure or if they have something like mesothelioma, uh, uh, then you've got uh, exposure to asbestos. Those are the two common household and workplace hazards that people don't realize they're being exposed to. For all you uh, do-it-yourselfers, watch the asbestos. Make sure you have air protection, not just a mask, and make sure you get professionals if you're dealing with asbestos. So... Uh, Along with that, I would say you need to um, then look at other factors. What are you eating? We know both cardiac events. I'm sorry. Hang on just a minute. Um, cardiac events and cancers are very much influenced by hormones from estrogen, testosterone, cortisol, adrenal, uh, adrenaline, um, a lot of various chemical factors in your body. And those can be very related to your food. One of the things we see is, and we've watched puberty occurs, if you look at historically from the 1920s till now, the last 100 years, the age of puberty for men and women has gone way down. I mean, it's went from like 16, 15, down to 11 and 10. It's because we got chicken and meats full of antibiotics and full of hormones to grow these things. <clears throat> and I'm not saying you have to buy everything organic. I know that's expensive. But be careful about what you're, <clears throat> what you're ingesting, uh, the things you drink. Uh, look at some of the labels. I mean, if the thing's full of all these different chemicals you can't pronounce, if it's not natural, if it's not fresh, <laughs> you have a much higher chance of being exposed to chemicals that can cause cancer over a long period of time. With that, I'd like to say, this is Dr. Frank with my Doctor Said What uh, on all major platforms. Thank you. Remember, send your comments and questions to Dr. Frank at mdswpod at gmail.com.